Hello and welcome to episode 143 of the Redbox Report, your weekly movie podcast where we review the latest Blu-rays and DVD releases for Redbox. I'm your host Bob Fallon. And I'm your co-host Joel Fallon. And this week we're going to take a look at two new releases on Redbox. First up is Paul Feig's Spy, starring Melissa McCarthy, Jude Law, and Jason Statham. Yeah. Jason Statham is uh, also our top five. Of the week, we'll be looking at his his movies and picking out our favorites. And then after that, we're going to turn our attention to the boxing movie Southpaw, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Rachel McAdams, Forrest Whitaker. Um, yes, so yeah, that's it. So what's up? Not much. You know, it's been a crazy time in my life because I'm a mailman. It's November. Holidays are coming. Yeah. It's getting hectic. Crazy. It's getting crazy. The next two months of my life are living hell. Yeah. So that's why I appreciate these podcasts all the more. <laughs> this is a time to unwind. Also, we still have a new baby and our house is on sale. Yeah. It's a great decision. <laughs> we needed that extra stress right now. Uh, yeah. But, uh,. Thank God for movies. That's literally <laughs> all I can say. So, movies and TV keep me in there. Oh, and Maryland basketball about to start up. Number one, power rankings. Yeah, I saw that on ESPN. Yeah. It's going to be fun here. A little bit better than Maryland football. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, Ravens football, if that matter. Yeah, I guess I don't have too much room to talk there. Two and six. Yeah. So this is our sports podcast. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> right. movies. Yeah. Let's let's get back to movies. We'll talk about Spy first, which is as I said the latest Melissa McCarthy vehicle, directed by Paul Feig, who did Bridesmaids and The Heat, which also had her in it. We also have Jason Statham, Jude Law, um, and Rose Byrne in this movie and it's basically a send up of James Bond I would say a little bit yeah like a a little bit of a parody of James Bond slash every other spy movie yeah and mixed a little in bit of a twist with the information person action comedy um where the un <laughs> the person that you wouldn't expect to be the spy has to fill the shoes and yeah stumbles her way through the job Etc. 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 It's kind of actually pretty basic in that, like these types of things, like where someone that normally would never get sent out gets sent out. Yeah. Successful to a point. Yeah. So not, it has a ninety-three percent. Really. Tomatoes. It made a pretty good chunk of change at the box office. Ninety-three percent. Yeah. Yep. I think I might know why, which I'll get into in a little bit. All right. But expectation wise like Melissa McCarthy for me I liked her in Bridesmaids and I just I have not really liked her since because I feel like she's so one note she's the same person character if not character at least style of humor in every movie where it's just fat jokes talking about how fat she is yeah and just being obnoxious which worked in Bridesmaids as a side character but when she's like Featured as the main thing, you got to be more than just one there. That, yeah. yeah. And so I haven't really, I haven't really been on the Melissa McCarthy train. I know a lot of people like her, but I, Paul Feig, though, I mean, he made Bridesmaids, which I enjoyed. He did The Heat, which was Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. I, I didn't love that movie, but it was solid. It was had its moments. Yeah. Coming into this. I really wasn't looking forward to it that much, but it got good reviews. And yeah, that's how I was looking. Made some money. So I'm like, all right, let's, I, I want to see it. Let's. Yeah. I like comedies, especially good ones. <laughs> I like to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, so I wanted to check it out. 
What'd you think? I didn't pay off that much. No? You didn't like it? I don't know. I, I don't regret watching the movie. It wasn't like that bad, but... Yeah, she's a one day. I actually wrote that in my... I don't like her as a lead. Yeah. Personally, and I think they're a little bit too accommodating sometimes to her style. Yeah. Like Tammy? Oh my God, that was not good. And there's just parts of this movie that annoyed me so much that it was almost like I didn't want to watch it. Really? Yeah, just, I mean, not all of it, but there were definitely parts where I was like, oh my God, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's just like... I would agree with you. She's, I don't prefer her as a lead. I don't know if it's because she's not capable. Obviously, I think in the right circumstance, she could be capable of being a lead, but... Yeah. She doesn't lend herself to that. And it's not because she's a fat woman. It's not because she's not... Like hot, you know. It's yeah, just nothing to do with that. Dude. She's really like you said, one nerd. It's always making fun of herself, you know, yeah. and her weight. And it's like, yeah, okay. It's nice to to be self aware, and that does have some funny moments. But you got to be more than that. Yeah, and I think this this movie does it a lot too, especially like in the second half of the movie. Yeah, she's with the uh, one girl. Like that's all they do. Yeah, and. I don't know. Like this movie, it doesn't do it as bad as some of the other ones, like Identity Thief, yeah, which was terrible, and Tammy, and even the Heat has that a lot. Um, but I, mean, I like the movie. I did. I, I mean, I, I overall enjoyed watching it. I would. I understand why it has a ninety-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes because it's just a rock-solid all-around movie. It's just solid. Like, it has solid action. Good action, not great action. I can't believe it has a 93%. It has funny moments, but, but it's never hilarious. I do. I generally like the movie, but I think it's an average I feel movie like it's like the most passable movie. It's just right there. Like, it's, it's like, a, a, just say for me, a seven and a half or higher would be a fresh. It's... I'll say my rating from the beginning. Seven and a half. It's yeah. a solid, just... It's good, you know, but... It's, like, I feel like it has a lot of borderline passes. Yeah. And not as many, you know... Like, if, I bet you the Metacritic is not 93, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's one of those movies that's just good enough. Yeah, I just... I never not once laughed out loud. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. sort of like... This I chuckled to myself a few times. Yeah. But it, yeah, There's definitely never. funny moments throughout, but it's not like I didn't love it. I wasn't like yeah. l laughing out loud, like you said. I don't know. I just maybe I just I thought this was going to be at least a lot better of a movie than what I thought it ended up being. But I don't regret watching the movie, and I don't know if I would recommend watching it. I wouldn't recommend not watching. It. I wouldn't like just completely pass on it, but. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, if you're in a mood for, like, just a, goofy, something to laugh at or yeah. something comedy-wise, it's, like Easy I said, it is solid. Solid as could be. Um, like, I like the part when Jude Law accidentally sneezes and shoots a guy. <laughs> yeah. That was in the trailer, you know? Yeah. But that is a great moment. Um, <laughs> I actually think it's pretty uh, innovative to have it be, like, about her being, at least in the beginning, her being, like, the person behind the scenes. Like, and that's how someone like James Bond could be so successful, because they literally have, like, a step-by-step... -step, oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. that was pretty cool. I, I like that. I like that. I just didn't... I didn't like how they executed her being the person out. Like, like I said, I thought they accommodated it to her far too much and let yeah. her get away with, like... Like, why would an international criminal just, like take you along like out of nowhere like, right I don't know like, I don't know it's comedy I'm, I'm not expecting every thread to like make complete sense but I just like I thought it could be, could have been a lot more interesting and yeah. they just played her old comedy and she's kind of borderline on me in the first place so what about the action I actually was surprised how decent it was like there are actual action sequences that aren't yeah, just like comedy quality their actual like the choreography and yeah. the fighting was 
pretty solid for the type of movie. Actually, that has me looking a little bit more forward to his Ghostbusters movie because that's going to require that. Yeah. And it, I think he showed that he's capable of doing some action. Um, yeah. Jason Statham, he was pretty good in the movie. He's actually. <laughs> I thought he was so annoying part. at first. Yeah. Because I thought he was like a lot more serious than he was. <laughs> that he just. Yeah. He played a great character. <laughs> just like. It's basically twisting his typical thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like this, <laughs> this complete dick who's like thinks he's amazing but he's actually not that great at his job uh, Jude Law really good as well actually I thought, I thought the acting all around was like just solid yeah the acting was pretty good in the movie Jude uh, Law. I wish Jude Law was in it a little bit more yeah me that. too He he's another one that I could see pulling off a of James Bond being James Bond oh yeah that's a good idea he actually had that charisma the, the suaveness you know what I mean he's got the British accent yeah and yeah, he was really good. Rose Byrne as the villainous, villainess. Oh yeah, yeah. She's a really good actress. She is. I never knew like her name. I just always saw her. Yeah, she's been around a while. But, yeah, like just recently is when I like actually know her name. <laughs> like if I get back, oh yeah, she was in that. She was in that. But she's always solid. She was good as well. Um, Melissa McCarthy. I think she did a good job. Like. With what she was handed, yeah, I don't know I how much is like improvised with her because it's always. I don't think any of this. Me not liking it or me not loving this movie is not her fault necessarily. Yeah. It's sort of everything else. It's but it's not, and I don't even dislike the movie. I just thought it was going to be better than it was. I do like that it's a female-driven spy movie because that's I do too. You know, not common. <laughs> But at the same time, I wish it would have taken itself a little bit more seriously, even though it's a comedy. Yeah. But. It's another one that got stuck in the middle a little bit. Like, if it would have leaned either way a little bit more, maybe maybe it would have been a little bit better. Yeah. I don't know. I guess certain parts of the movie I felt were kind of like pandering. Pandering? Go expand upon that. I don't know. Just... I'm not saying I, I disagree. I just I felt like it was one of those movies that it was just like a female version of whatever. Right. And other parts of the movie were better, or like more original. Or, I don't know. I was just really up and down with this movie. There were certain scenes that I really liked, and then there were certain scenes that just like annoyed me. I was just sort of wanted to get through. Yeah. And like I said, I never laughed out loud. Like it was just it, maybe it just played it too safe on every on all. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I, I'm just wondering, like... Like, I liked all the scenes, especially, like, she was good at fighting and all that. Like, that was cool. Mm-hmm. I just, uh... I don't know. Maybe they... I didn't like it because they didn't give her enough credit for how good at her job she yeah. was. Like, they kind of made her out to be a bumbling idiot. Yeah, like... She, she wasn't. She just... Not good at it, but somehow Lux... It's Lux her way, way into it, but success. she actually is good at it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of mixed there. Like, the intentions are good. I just don't know. I think because of the comedy factor, like, because that, you know, that's funny when someone's, yeah. you know. But no, yeah, yeah. Maybe no, that yeah, kind of hindered that uh, empowerment angle. But like, I guess that's just, like, the vibe I caught from them doing that. So, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm being a little bit more harsh on this than than how much I actually like, disliked it. I didn't come away from this movie angry or anything like that. I just... Whatever. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a little bit better, but it wasn't horrible. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see Jason Statham do more stuff like this. Yeah, I'd like to see him in more comedy. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he, even he could be James Bond, I think, actually. Yeah. Be much more rugged. Of a James Bond, but could you see him go from crank to James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> I could see him fold off. I mean, that was sort of dangerous. Or maybe Craig's a James Bond angle. villain. How about that? <laughs> He's already a Furious 7 villain. So. <laughs> <laughs> he would be a good villain. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say because comedies are tough. Yeah, but it's hard. Um, 
I would give it, like I said, a light seven and a half. It's just a solid movie. I would recommend it if uh, you like comedies. I'll give it a, a six and a half. Six and a half. That's fair. I could. I'm. Sam fell asleep like immediately when we started watching it, <laughs> and because she's like, "What's spy? I don't know." Blah, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like she didn't because I knew she likes Melissa McCarthy, but I don't think she knew that. Melissa McCarthy was Melissa McCarthy. So uh, when I just yeah. said, it's the new Melissa McCarthy uh, comedy. Like, Whatever. <laughs> and then the next day she's like, I talk to people at work. I want to see that movie. You got to get it again. <laughs> so I'll probably rewatch it at some point And maybe yeah, I'll have a more like distinguished uh, or uh, affirmative. Yeah, I had opinion. a hard time explaining myself in that movie. Um yeah, I think a rewatch could help in that. Respect. Yeah, um, and I liked her. I like her and other stuff. What's that? What was one of the first movies we reviewed with uh, Bill Murray? Yeah, I thought she played the mom really good. Yeah, she like, was actually something different. Yeah, exactly. Like she can be a ser- play a more serious role and be good, and she doesn't have to always be the clown, you know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> South Pole is nope. No. Top five Jason Statham movies. <laughs> Top five first. Sorry, I moved in the way I do my notes. I changed it a little bit, so it's whatever <laughs> inside baseball there. But Jason Statham, he's in a bunch of action movies, basically. A lot, yeah. Um, if, what you got to start in uh, like a British, there's British the guy, uh, guy Ritchie movie. movies. Yeah. Uh, and he just found a niche where he's the brawler he's the rough around the edges yeah do whatever it takes to get from point A to point B Uh, but even though he's never been in that many great movies like he's a likable guy like just on screen he works yeah even his bad movies it's like you're willing to watch it because it's Jason Statham you know does his own it seems like he does his own stunts I don't know if he actually does but yeah, yeah, at least it's believable. Yeah, maybe that's what people used to like about like Van Damme. And yeah, Steve yeah, he's Steven like Seagal. a modern day one of those kind of guys, and he's just his accent is great. It's fun to watch. Yeah, likable guy. But we'll see how many good movies he's been in because I had a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number five? Well, number five, I'll put the Italian Job on there. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a very watchable movie. Yeah, that's a, Marky Mark. Yeah, that's about it. It's not a great movie, but... Yeah. And it's a remake of a classic. At this point, it's sort of a classic. Or not literally a classic, but... Yeah, number five. I couldn't review it. (laughs) Better... Let's see. Is it better than Fast and Furious? Ooh. It's kind of similar. Heist, cars. Yeah. Except they're not... They're in, like, the Mini Coopers. Mini Coopers, Charlie, and they're the fast ones. Yeah. Didn't they do two of them or something? I think... I don't know if the Brazilian job ever came out or if it's supposed to come out. I don't know. I don't know. know. Might have been a I like Ocean's Eleven better, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not a bad movie. All right. Number five. My number five is The Bank Job. The Bank Job. Also, I haven't seen as many movies as I thought I did. Really? Or I know of more than I've seen. Gotcha. The Bank Job is when him and a crew... Of criminals decide yeah, um, to rob a bank. What I've heard of, I haven't seen. <laughs> and they're like, they go in to the building next to the bank, and they actually dig underground, and they plan on coming up from the floor at, in the vault. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's interesting. It's not great, but it's definitely enjoyable little thriller. He he does a little more than his like typical brawler you know speak less punch more kind of guy yeah. like, he, he does a decent job of trying to expand upon a character and that's cool. it's a nice thriller I don't know yeah bank heist movies are awesome yeah it's just a fun watch <laughs> number four and my number four is the transporter that's my number four as well <laughs> the original transporter yeah. I can't um, remember if the first one or second one is the good one, but I think it's the first one. I think it's the first one, too. What is it? There's like three of them, There's right? three of them. I didn't see the third one. I think uh, I like two think. of the three. I can't remember. I can't. They blend together. Yeah. 
But at least from what I remember, the first one is fun. Yeah, I like like the first one. Good action. Like this is the Asian girl, I think, right? Yeah, she's in the. He's transporting her. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know she's in the trunk. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, good choreography. I, from what I remember, gunplay, fist, fist fighting. Somewhat original idea at the time. Yeah, and what they just remade it, somewhat recently this year, actually. Did they? Yeah, a couple Jeez. months ago. Not even <laughs> that old, maybe. Came and went. <laughs> um, wow yeah but this was when he's definitely more of the punch more talk less yeah for sure <laughs> but it, it definitely fits him in this movie oh, yeah. for sure yeah this is probably the movie that really set that standard for him yeah this is that. more like set him down this path of just generic action movies like the mechanic or all yeah. these crazy ridiculous death race <laughs> These remakes of Richard or Charles Bronson movies. He's kind of like the uh, British Denzel Washington in a way. Denzel mm. just got stuck making his thrillery kind yeah. of movies. Yeah, I'd say Denzel's quality portion is a little bit higher. Yeah. But not yeah. as high as you would think, though. Yeah, he fell off a cliff, kind of. Denzel, clearly better actor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, what's your number three? My number three, Crank. Crank. Either or. I, I think that first one's a little bit better. But Definitely. I would give it to the series, I guess you can say. I guess you could say it's an honorable mention for me, but not that honorable. I just like it because it's one of the more original kind of It's crazy. That, yeah, it's, it's like Grand Theft Auto in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a breakneck pace for the whole 90 minutes or whatever. Yeah. I mean... Gotta love the part when he's just banging his girl in the middle of the racetrack. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun, crazy watch where you're just like shaking your head the whole time. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's not super rewatchable, but... <laughs> it's very kinetic. Didn't make my list, but it's okay. I appreciate it, the movie. Yeah. So. My number three is Spy. Okay. So, what's your number I, three? I would probably put him on here otherwise, but I'll try to keep him off. Yeah. My number two is Lock, Stock, Peace, and Reels. Another one I thought was a little overrated. Really? I love that movie. Really? Might. I don't know. It's close to Snatch. What's the Vinny Jones as well? Yeah. He's Vinny the Jones guy who played Juggernaut. Yeah. Um, Sting's the dad. I can't remember who else is it. It's been a little bit since I've seen that one. I watched Snatch pretty recently, yeah. Speaking of, that's my number two. Yeah. That's the one I like a lot. Uh, that's my number one. Yeah? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt's character in that movie is what steals the show. <laughs> yes. And maybe my, my favorite scene of the movie just so happens to include the Oasis song <laughs> when uh, he's doing that boxing match. Yeah. And that... Uh, Classic uh, cinematic scene. But seriously... Whether Oasis is my favorite band of all time or not, like that music is so perfect for that scene. Yeah, it's a track called "Fucking in the Bushes" from. It's the first track on "Standing on the Shoulder of Giants," their third studio album, and just they come out. Well, the Oasis is broken up now, but when they were still together, like on tour in concert, they would that song would play over the speakers, and when they walked out, and it's just this awesome, like pump you up music. Oh, yeah. Oh man, it's giving goosebumps just thinking about <laughs> it, man. Uh, love it. Um, the dialogue, all the interactions, how everything comes together. Even um, I love how all the characters yeah. somehow cross paths. Yeah. Or I think it's um, Guy Ritchie's best movie, unless uh, I'm forgetting something. But probably um, gonna have to agree with you. I think yeah. that's gonna be remembered as is. Because even Jason Statham in this, he's like a a detective, right? And he's not as much of a bully as he normally is, right? He's more... In Snatch? Right? Like, he's a boxing guy. I mean, he's like a manager or something? Yeah, but he's, he's a little more, bit more reserved. Yeah, like, He yeah. probably... He doesn't want to be in a fight, yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would love to rewatch that movie. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right, and my number one is Collateral. 
the Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx I've never movie. seen the movie. Really? It's yeah. really good. Yeah, I've heard it is. Um, I haven't seen it in a while, but it's Tom Cruise as a villain. like Yeah, I remember when it came out, right. people were like blown away by that. Yeah. Like upset as a movie. But he's really good as it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's just a... It was close between Snatch and Collateral, but I just felt like Collateral's a more... How in the movie is he? Not that much. Oh, okay. So. I was gonna, I've maybe seen a few minutes of it, like, here and there, but... Very good movie, and I guess my honorable mention would be this, this little thriller called Cellular. I haven't heard of it. It's not, it's like, it's a bad movie, but... Something about it is just like fun thriller, you know. Yeah. It's like so stupid, but <laughs> so watchable at the same time. Like, yeah. If you try to analyze it, it doesn't hold up. Like, <laughs> just as a just an hour and a half of entertainment is is good. Yeah. Right. So. Wowzers! Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> All right, so Southpaw. This was directed by Antoine Fuqua, who did Training Day. As well as like uh, the Equalizer with Denzel Washington. Um, what else he did? Doom, do 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 ding. Uh, Shooter. Olympus has fallen. Wow. We were just talking about that off mic. <laughs> How bad it was. Um, Brooklyn's finest. So oh, basically, tears of the. Basically, he made Training Day, which got. A lot of critical acclaim. Yeah. And then has done basically shit well, since. King Arthur. Is that like the reboot one? Is that the Colin Farrell movie? Yeah. Hmm. No, Clive Owen. Yeah. Eh, whatever. I didn't see it. I think I've seen it before. I like Shooter. That's like a guilty pleasure for me. Mark Wahlberg is a sniper. Um, Equalizer was okay, I guess. But Southpaw, I mean, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, I saw the pictures of him being just jacked. Like a monster. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I got pretty excited about that for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, uh, then we watched the trailer, and I was like, hmm, something is a little off here. Like, I could see this going one of two ways, but I was still looking forward to it. Reviews came in. Not too hot. I think it's in the 60%. Let me just check that real quick. Uh, yeah. 59%. So over 60 So I was a little trepidatious coming into it. But I was definitely still interested. Yeah. I, I remember when it was about to come out. It wasn't being advertised at all. Yeah. See, I don't know. When we first saw the trailer, it seemed like it would be one of those movies. But Jake Chetland, hold on, you know. And the fact that 50 Cent was in it was kind of a red flag for me. Um, but what did you think? Um, like, I don't know, going into it, I was just... On paper, I should have liked this movie, I feel like. Boxing know. movie. Yeah. Like, revenge, like, he's the champ. He loses his wife, loses his belt, has to get fine redemption, loses his kid even, loses everything. Yeah. I just, I found myself being very bored watching this movie. And it's a solid two hours long. It's I thought long. it could have been a lot shorter. Yes. Um, I don't know, not everything about it was bad. Uh, not the, everything. The scene, uh, I don't know, is this a spoiler? I don't know. The bad scene. Rachel McAdams gets killed? Yeah. That's it. Not a spoiler. It's in a trailer. It's pretty early on. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I thought that was a good scene. Like, I actually felt like, oh, man. That yeah, sucks. there are moments. But. I thought this was borderline terrible. Um, there were things that saved it for me, though. I'll start with positives. Okay. Let's be nice. You know? <laughs> yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean... No matter the quality, he's one of these that I think is going to earn the reputation, like Leonardo DiCaprio, that no matter the quality of the movie, he's going to be good. He's yeah. going to give it his all, and he does. I think he he's a really good actor. Like He becomes his character, and he try, he does his best with the material that he's given. Like, yeah, and I feel like when I watched the movie, I kept being like, this movie isn't that bad, is it? Like, yeah, yeah. 
Because he was, he's not that bad. It's like a great performance in a shitty movie. Like, all mm-hmm. the good stuff is because of him, I feel like. Like, the scenes that do work, it's because he's doing it. He's putting in work, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought, actually, Forrest Whitaker was pretty good as well. Not as good as Jake Gyllenhaal, but good yeah. enough. Like, he's not in it all that much, but I thought he was solid, as usual. I mean, he's yeah, always... Yeah, I, I thought he was Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, and exactly. Like... Same guy from Taken 3, you know, <laughs> best part of that movie, we yeah. felt like. Um, let's see. The fights. Um, they were pretty good. Yeah, pretty I mean, good, I was going to say. Yeah. They're entertaining to watch, anyway, if not realistic. As far as boxing matches Yeah, go. it doesn't look like it's just random cuts. Of... But I would have liked to see more. Like, Yeah, I thought, yeah, I should have, the movie should have been much more boxing-centric. Even though you know where it's going, like, probably one of my favorite parts of the movie is the final fight between when he's coming back against the new champ. Or yeah. Whatever. Like, that was actually pretty cool. Even though, now we'll get to the negatives. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't worth an hour and it's 15 minutes of waiting for that to happen. So predictable. They yeah. hit every boxing movie cliche that there is. <laughs> every, every single, single one. fucking one. It's like they went down a checklist. Exactly. <laughs> um, his name is Billy the Great Hope. <laughs> his name is Billy Hope, and his nickname is The, the Great. great like, <laughs> the Great White Hope. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> wow. Oh, that's terrible. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, like I said, he. Every church. There's so. It was so hard to buy in because. Well, first of all, I think the script was not good. No. At all. It was not so. A, a lot of the acting, aside from the principals, was not good. Like, it just felt like a novice movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But I didn't understand how he's undefeated, right? He's like forty six and zero, the champion. And then in his the first fight you see, he has no defense. It's a slugfest. He barely wins because he'll take every put. Yeah. There's no way that someone with that style of fighting is going to be undefeated in <laughs> the champion. You yeah. know what I mean? That's ridiculous. But okay, whatever. Yeah. How is it like an underdog story too? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> um, and then it's like he, his wife gets killed. He goes, you know how much championship like uh, top of the line boxers make per fight? A lot of money. A this lot. dude is fucking rich. His wife gets shot. Two weeks later, bankrupt. He's on the street. <laughs> like has no money. You know how is that's not possible? No. What the hell? <laughs> like, I could not buy that at all. Yeah. I could buy him being depressed, going crazy, like being... Yeah. Like all that. Where did the money go? There's just no way. And then, at the end, he does one fight, and he's got it all back. Yeah. You know? Like, what? <laughs> it doesn't um, make... The movie doesn't make much sense. No. Not at all. And it's just like I said, yeah, he loses everything. He loses his belt. He loses his wife. He loses his kid. And gets it all back. Yeah. One. He has to learn some humility. Learn back to the basics. His wife always told him, jab Billy, jab Billy. <laughs> so what's he do? He finds that perfect trainer back at just the old training guys, the young guys. Hard back to him. the basics. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it, <laughs> I'm uh, surprised there wasn't a training montage. Set to Eye of the Tiger <laughs> with him running upstairs or something. Like, Jesus. Yeah. I can't and believe I love I'm... a training montage. <laughs> <laughs> but, I can't believe how bad this movie ended up being. Yeah. but I remember seeing it originally and being like, wow, it looks cool. Yeah. And some of the cliches actually work because of Gyllenhaal and, uh, and Whitaker. The like, generic Eminem song. Is, uh... Well, Eminem was... Originally supposed to be the, the lead of the movie. No, really. Which I'm I am interested to see Eminem Max because Eight Miles he's really good at it. Yeah. He's he seems like he's so raw and authentic. No matter what, like yeah, he it just seems like he wouldn't be able to do a inauthentic performance. You know, 
Where yeah, he. I there's something he, about him. Like he'll always feel real and raw, no matter what he's doing. Yeah, I don't think he can fake anything. Yeah, I agree. At with least you. that's like, what it feels. He's just like. like, and I like his music. I I didn't think that was his best song. No, well but that's it, what I. It was cool in the movie when it played though. Yeah, I, I don't know. If when he was movie, coming I just back, meant like how generic the movie oh, yeah. was, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you had like the I am phenomenal. I don't know, not in like a derogatory way, but the white trash white guy, athlete guy. Yeah, you have Eminem. It's really predictable like because right. yeah, in the UFC, like every white boy wannabe thug or whatever will have Eminem at the walkout music yeah it's just like too predictable and I probably would too I mean, yeah it's just so talk about cliche yeah that's what I mean when that song started not that that wasn't cool or yeah whatever, it was cool I was just yeah like, I see what you're saying yeah, Eminem yeah. great white hope yeah <laughs> uh yeah um let's see what else oh the whole my, one of my big this is kind of a nitpick but it just this it kind of defines the movie. There's this kid at the gym who's like Billy or comes friends with, right? The one he's holding the bag all the time. Oh yeah. Was yeah. his name Hoppy or something? Something like that. The worst character development of all time. Literally, his entire plot character development is done between conversations between Jake Gyllenhaal and Forrest Whitaker's characters. <laughs> like he comes to the gym, man. He's having trouble at home. And then the next thing you know, he was killed, man. His father killed him. It's like, what? What is the point of this even being here if you're not going to actually show the development through the actual yeah. character? It was so weird. It was. A sh- <laughs> like, the character basically wasn't even existed except for like them talking about it. He's like a mild acquaintance. Like <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be a turning point. In exactly. The movie. <laughs> that was so weird to me. Like, I could see that being good if you actually devoted enough time to make that yeah. pay off, but you did not. There's no... I'm not have any connection to this There's character. no investment yeah. whatsoever with him. It's like, just like, man, he's having trouble in him. He's dead, man! <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault! I would never train a professional. You're telling me if none of these kids got offered a professional fight, you wouldn't train them? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but somehow Jake Gyllenhaal pulls this off. It's incredible. Yeah, I don't know how he kept it together. And Fifty Cent actually was not as bad as I thought he would be. No, I've seen him act in a few little things, and he's not that bad. He I don't know if he's the, like a lead in anything. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. He plays the shady agent or whatever. Yeah, but just like Fifty Cent. Like, you can't help that goofy smile no matter what's going <laughs> yeah. on, you know? Like, all teeth. Uh, I don't know. And Rachel McAdams and his kid, both underdeveloped, again. Yeah. Like, all she is is she knew how to do everything. She, she did everything. She did everything. She handled the finances. She and knew I should have been jabbing. Too much of a plot device, too. Oh, yeah. Complete nutter, just yeah. precocious kid, too smart for her own good. Uh, you know, just basically, she needs to be there so that he can lose her and have to earn, earn back. something back. Yeah, yeah. and I, I didn't feel like at the end when she's watching a fight. Like I just found myself. Being yeah, like, shut up! I won't let the fight go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like I didn't care about her at that point. <laughs> yeah and it just even like when she's in the foster care or whatever and Gyllenhaal's like trying to talk to her it just didn't feel real yeah, <laughs> you not know? at all it's just like this felt like a means to an end <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like okay so he's gonna uh, have to get her back and train yeah yeah whatever not a good movie yeah. <laughs> unfortunately what are you giving 5 out of 10 5 and a half that's where it was originally, but the more I talk about it, I'm just... Like, <laughs> yeah, the less I like it. And even, like, I, as much as I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was really good, and the, clearly the only, or the best part of the movie, like, I don't know if it was a great casting. Even yeah. as good as he was, because 
I don't know. I didn't just like when Christian Bale played like a white thug in Harsh Times or whatever. Like I didn't quite at least in the beginning I wasn't buying it. Yeah. I wasn't buying the whole whereas with Eminem I could completely I would have bought yeah, yeah. I agree with you. But I don't know. That's in the Yeah, he didn't do bad. I thought he yeah. did a good job for what he did, but yeah. I I don't know if I would have picked him. What a waste of probably three months of ridiculous workouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah at least he has that body. <laughs> like, that's going to suck if his next movie's like, you got to be, you're a starving guy. Yeah, I guess you got to show up playing that. I think The Rock did that. Really? And he got real huge for, I don't know, like Hercules or something like that. And then that. he got even more huge for this, and then even more, he's like, he just never stops. Yeah. He's a freaking... He thought he was big when he was a wrestler. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look at that movie, the Michael Bay movie, Pain and Gain. Oh, he's my a, God. He looks like literally the Hulk. <laughs> like, he is uh, a monster. He could be the Hulk. He <laughs> could play the Hulk. Just paint him green. Yeah, paint him green. <laughs> he was perfect for Hercules there. Yeah. To be Hercules, at least. Yeah, let's not go too far. Yeah. Did you watch anything else? Um, no, I, I was rewatching Weeds a little bit, and, uh, Halo 5, you know, so I was playing Halo 5. Yeah. How was Halo 5? Multiplayer's pretty good. The campaign. Short. So I think it's shorter. campaign at all. Really? I, feel like I don't know, it's not short, but it's kind of artificially long. Like, the story doesn't gotcha. really have much to it. And for some reason, they just completely, like, advertised it the wrong way. They're like, hunt the Master Chief and all this. And that's such a minor... It's not even true, really. And I don't understand why they would bother. It's such a big franchise anyway. Like, I don't know. Yeah. They did a lot of things that compromised the game. There's no split screen anymore. And that's like... Halo. Really? Yeah. (laughs) It's all to keep 60 frames a second. It's like the standard now. But what they did is they dropped, like, resolutions and all this to get to that. So it's not even smooth when it is. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Frames per second and all that. Like, the refresh rate. It's supposed to make it look silky smooth when you move around and all. And what it does is people in the distance, it'll drop their resolution to keep the frame rate. And it ends up looking like comic book cutouts, like, running across. I know what you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just looks really... I don't know. I just didn't think the graphics were good enough to warrant having to do something For next like generation. That. Yeah. But, but uh, overall, good. it's a solid game. Online's good as always. Yeah, it works. It works very good. It's set up pretty well. I feel like that's all they really even care about anymore. For a lot of games. Yeah, but they did like some microtransaction stuff. and But they did make it to where like you don't have to... Most people, I guess, aren't going to use it, but the people that want to spend money on stupid things can. Yeah. So, yeah. Whatever. Cool. Well, I watched some more things. Stuff and things. I <laughs> uh, watched The Nightmare, which is on Netflix. It's that documentary we watched the trailer for um, about the... Uh, was it sleep paralysis? And then the uh, nightmares. Yeah, like, yeah. And then I'll have the documentary like did reenactments of these uh night terrors basically um like shadowy figures coming in the room and circling around yeah uh, i was for the trailer i was like damn this actually looks legitimate scary <laughs> in practice i did not i did not like it that much really to me it felt like have you ever like a id channel show have you ever seen like I survived. Or yeah, like yeah, I know what you're these it just felt like an extended I survived basically. But mm. all about sleep paralysis because it's just jumping around from like these six different stories as they're just going through their stories, but I don't know, like the reenactments just seem real cheesy, yeah. real made for T V glossy, like the one where it's a shadowy guy you can tell it's just a guy in like a suit like, <laughs> like uh, you know skin tight black I don't know it, it didn't work like I was it was definitely interesting at times there were things about it like just to learn about sleep paralysis yeah but 
Like, and I, I'm glad that they went for something other than just like a talking head thing. It just didn't really work. Yeah. Just felt like made for TV. Cheap production. Something probably. that you could just watch in, on an afternoon when you're homesick or something. Yeah. Um, like when you don't feel like watching something. Like, yeah. God, I survived. My wife would make me watch that. She loved it. And it's just these depressing stories of like yeah, home invasions. Oh, I got shot in the head twice and then somehow I survived. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Going through it step by step with these kind of like weird, uh, whatever. Yeah. It's one of those things, it's like, I don't want to watch it, but it's addicting at the same time. Yeah, like you can't the- stop because you want to know how the story ends <laughs> it's like the first 48 it's, it's it's such an artificial show it's I guess some of them are interesting but it's just like a five it's really five minute clip of video that they extend somehow into a 30 minute show by alternating stories to go into the commercials and repeating the same thing when they come back from the commercial <laughs> and it's it's like by the time you get to the end of the show you've heard the same thing like Six times, like the whole thing (laughs) rounded up. Yeah, Yeah, I give it a six out of ten. Six out of ten. I mean, someone might like it more than me. If the if the reenactments work better for you, then obviously I think you'd like the movie better. But for me, it just was a little off. I might watch it one day, but I'm not gonna be in a rush. I also watched The Purge Anarchy, which is the second movie in the Purge series I uh, hated the first one we reviewed it on the podcast it was a heated debate between me and Casey because I hated it and he thought it was okay <laughs> but, he, but because I hated it so much he ended up like defending it more than he actually liked it it was a good discussion but uh, actually I liked the second one a lot better because my complaints with the first one was it, it just it was all took place inside this one house where the con. Do you know the concept? I know the concept. There's I've one. Never there's like it. one day a year where all crime, including murder, is legal. Um, basically, it's so the rich people can. It's to weed out the poor because that's who's going to be dying, yeah. and you know, like rich people will be able to afford protective homes or like protective stuff to prevent it, and it's. Basically, to weed out the the weak. Yeah, I guess you could say. And it's also they say crime is at an all time low, and we it's because, because of, of you get one day to get all the criminal activity out of your system. Yeah, like that. My biggest point. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> if you do criminal activity, I think you're more likely to do more. Not. Yeah, yeah I think I'm good until <laughs> next year. Yeah, got that out. <laughs> yeah, it's like. The drug addicts. Give them all the heroin they want. And they'll yeah. be good until next year. Uh, I'll just heroin until next year. That might not be a one-to-one analogy, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But, yeah, I did not like that. The second one is, it follows, like, a few different people during this day. And it's out. They're, like, trapped out in the city during this time. Oh, and it's, to me, it was much more interesting. Even though I still think the basic concept is pretty ridiculous. Um, it, there's some interesting stuff like uh, Omar from The Wire has yeah. it rolling it as like a, a little bit it's almost like a cameo he's this guy that is like against the government for this and saying we will fight back like it's pretty interesting uh, and there's just I don't know a couple different like there's a married couple who are about to get divorced and they're about to tell the family that they're getting divorced but their car breaks down so they're not able to get to safety for the purge so it's like they're obviously not happy with each other they're going through a divorce yeah, but, but they have to work together and how does that you know yeah, there's some it's, out of the house. it's still not great I give it a 6 out of 10 <laughs> yeah. but it's just so much better than the first one um I could see why someone would like a movie. There's movies, yeah. but yeah, no, there's a third one coming out. Your figure, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a concept that is at least there's different ways they can. Oh, yeah, it's renewable yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. So I wonder if the third one's going to actually be like someone going after the government to get this to end or something. 
Well, why would they do that? Because then they then couldn't make any more movies. Yeah. Um, get rid of the zombies and a zombie movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> I also watched Dolphin Tale. <laughs> awesome. This is basically uh, modern Free Willy. Yeah. Did you, did you ever watch Free Willy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was a classic for me when I was a kid. <laughs> but this is... Um, there's a... A boy who his dad just left town, you know, just a runaway dad, no good, deadbeat. So he's receded back into himself. He has no friends. He's doing bad at school. And all of a sudden, a dolphin gets hurt and washes on shore. He finds it. Uh, he these people, Harry Connick Jr., American Idol judge, <laughs> finds it and uh, is trying to nurse it back to health. He sneaks in to try to see what's going on. Dolphin loses its tail. Morgan Freeman comes to the rescue to make a new... As Morgan Freeman does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he makes a new fin, back fin, to try to get the dolphin to swim again. Ashley Judd plays the kid's mom. He keeps skipping school to go to this, like, facility. She finds out, instead of getting mad, like, making him go back to school, gets a waiver for him to miss school for the rest of the year to work at this place. Uh, it's so bad. It sounds like it. If I wonder if Free Willy was this bad. I guarantee you it does not hold up. (laughs) 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 How I had it as my 13th favorite movie of all time. (laughs) I could just like see the famous picture of the kid standing on like the bank or whatever with his hand up and (laughs) just whales getting enough (laughs) air to clear him. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mackenzie seemed to like it enough, but. I don't know. Yeah. And let's see. Lastly, well, kind of lastly, um, remember Project Greenlight? I talked about the HBO show. Yeah. Documenting the making of a, of a movie. It finished. It had its finale. It was... I enjoyed it the whole way through. The director was a pretentious, like... Fucking asshole. You saw some of it? No, he was just telling me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but the show was portraying him that way, and I'm sure he is, yeah. but at the same time, it's like they're getting mad because he's fighting for what he wants, but isn't that what a director should do? Yeah. You know, like, you got it's his puppy, you know, he let him yeah, make it probably, dir- or if they recorded every director, he probably wouldn't like them for their yeah. business. And same yeah. with the producer, because they have a job that's almost diametrically opposed by trying to stay on budget, trying to say sorry, yeah. can't do this, but I want to do that. And just the bickering back and forth. Uh, but the guy, Jason Mann, he could obviously have gone better, a different way to get I don't, it's just it's tough because he always got what he he kept getting what he wanted by being a little bit bitch about it, you know? Yeah, so so is it like he? why wouldn't he if he keeps <laughs> getting his way, but um, so it was an entertaining television show, and then the movie, The Leisure Class, played on HBO the following night. The efforts of all his hard work. Not good. It's so bad. <laughs> it was terrible. I thought it was awful movie. Uh, and it's, I mean, I was invested. You know, I watched for eight straight weeks the making of this movie. I yeah. want it to be good. I'm, you're, you're probably willing to be forgiving. Yes, for too. <laughs> exactly. In the beginning, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. By the end of the movie, you're like, yeah. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I would say the show itself was good enough for it to not be a waste of time, but oh my God. Like, it's hard to side with him at all now. Uh, really? In hindsight, like, I mean, and I don't know if it's all his fault, but I mean, like it looks good. It's there's some good cinematography. The quality of the film looks decent. So I think, like on a technical level, that he did some things right. But just the the story, the movie, it's it's no bueno. No, I don't know. Hmm. I give it a four out of ten. Ooh. 
I was like, I wanted the movie to be good so bad. I'm like, right. Yeah, I couldn't there. imagine not watching the movie after watching. There was the some movie. interesting, interesting things where it's like, so you saw them doing takes of a certain scene in the show over and over again, and then you see it play out in an actual movie, and it's kind of interesting, but yeah, not enough <laughs> at all <laughs> to make up. So that was disappointing. Also, I watched the first two episodes of Supergirl, the new show on CBS. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay. It's not bad. It's not... I'm done. Two episodes is good. I get it. You yeah. know? It's just corny. It's CBS. It's yeah. a CBS drama. It's the same exact style as every other CBS drama. So, it's that corny, like... Glossy, not yeah. as glossy as Fox shows, but it's got this certain quality to it that every CBS show has, at least scripted CBS show, because I love the reality shows. Yeah, I just, I, I know what you mean by glossy. It's just like, no matter what kind of scene it is, it looks like people are wearing costumes. It's like... Like, if they're out in the city and wearing leisure wear, it looks like a leisure wear costume. And, I like Supergirl's outfit, and she's good as Supergirl. Yeah, well, that's different. Superheroes with a yeah, literal yeah, yeah. costume. Yeah. But. but there's this thing where it's like a tone. Like, this, there's this cloudiness to CBS. It's like they're trying to, everything to hit the middle of the road because yeah. that's right where their audience is. You know, the older people, NCIS, CS, all that. Um, yeah. I'm sure some people will like it. It's nice that there's a female superhero show about a hot chick as a superhero, but... Um, I'm okay. Yeah. I thought maybe my daughter would like it because it's a female superhero, but she didn't see who all that interested, so <laughs> I'm not watching it on my own. Yeah. If she wanted to keep watching it, I would watch it, but it's not to be. Um, all right, no news for this episode. Let's roll on to Prejudgment Day, where we have just two trailers. We have Alice Through the Looking Glass, which is the sequel to 2012's I think, Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton movie with Johnny Depp, Mia Wasikowska, Helena Baltham Carter, a bunch of, a bunch of people. Uh, Anne Hathaway, I think I saw. Uh, yeah. um, what, first, what did you think of the original? Um, did you ever see it? Yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I would agree. It didn't blow me away, but it wasn't like... It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, but wasn't great and there was a surprising amount of action at the end like Alice is like fighting yeah. a dragon with a sword and stuff yeah which was pretty cool but it was very cool actually. yeah but uh this trailer it looked weird in a maybe good way at certain parts and it looks epic like yeah hmm. I can't tell if it's gonna be like um what was it Oz the Great and Powerful like yeah. it looked like it could have that kind of quality to it but at the same time, it kind of looked like it could be like a weird, quirky, fun blockbuster type movie too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Got, it's hard to put your finger on this one. Exactly I bet you the is. trailer will end up being better than the actual movie. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got Sasha Baron Cohen as I guess he'll he be looked the like he was villain Father Time or whatever. Yeah, I guess he's a villain. That's not exactly clear. He fits um, the Tim Burton aesthetic. Yeah. You know? Johnny Depp, weird as hell, as always. Yeah. It just seems to me like... I mean, maybe this is based off of an Alice in Wonderland story. But to me, it just seems like the first one made a lot of money. Let's find a way to do another one, you know? Yeah. It seems I think forced, the but... Alice books have more than one, though. Really? But I, yeah. I have no idea. I've never... I just know the Disney cartoon, so... Yeah. I like Mia Wasikowska as uh, that actress that plays Alice. She's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, she was definitely good in uh, the first one, I guess. She's. Uh, have you ever seen Stoker? No. That's a really good movie that she's in. She's leading it. Hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, like her. So I will give it a six and a half. Six and a half. I'll give it a six. All right. Next up is the second trailer for The Hateful Eight, the newest Quentin Tarantino movie that's coming out on Christmas. Yeah. Total Christmas movie. Take your kids. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about it. 
Yeah, you know, we've talked about it. This is the second trailer. I don't know if it really gave that much more than the first one. Yeah. You know, it was kind of similar, I thought. Yeah. But Samuel Jackson, Kurt Russell, Tim Roth. For some reason, the trailers aren't really selling me as much as the um, actors and directors yeah. are selling me. The trailer is, both of them, for me, like... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to be, be as, okay. Don't think it's going to be as good as Django and Glorious, which, I mean, it's hard to do because they're amazing. Yeah, I'm not judging for that, but it just doesn't work. Seems more like a Reservoir Dogs style. Like, select number of people trapped in a small space. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like Reservoir Dogs, so I, I don't know. Yeah. Just, <clears throat> I don't think. It's hard to tell. I almost don't even want to watch any trailers because it's getting me down, man. I'm just... Maybe I'll be happy that my expectations got lowered so then it will blow me away. Yeah, maybe. I'll say 8 out of 10, which is lower than I ever thought I would say. 8 out of 10? I'll give it a 7 and a half. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. So there you have it. In theaters, our brand is Crisis and Sandra Bullock. Uh, movie where she actually got them to change the main character in the script from male to woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. We watched this, didn't we? Like the trailer. The trailer, yeah. yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. And it looked. It actually looked pretty good. Or okay. Watch it. Didn't get great reviews. Was a bomb at the box office. Oh, I could have told you that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse came out, which no clue how it did, so probably not good hmm. this actually had Ty Sheridan in it I think the guy yeah. I talked about in the last episode yeah you gotta have some stinkers to make some money in every once in a while you know what I'm saying <laughs> but next episode we'll be talking about two new releases on Redbox first up is the new Pixar animated movie Inside Out about the emotions the five emotions and how they control this girl as she's growing up I've seen it already it is good. Yeah. I want to watch it again to... Because people loved it. I think it's got like a 95% on wow. Tomatoes. Something like that. And um, I didn't I didn't quite think it was at that level. I thought the beginning and end were really strong, but the middle act was a little lacking. I felt oh. like it was just kicking the can down the road to get to the final act. But uh, I'd like to see how it plays on a second watch. Nice. I'm looking forward to watching that one. So. And also, also, I got, I already pre-ordered Inside Out for Blu-ray for to give it to my daughter for Christmas. So, I'll be seeing it a lot at <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> beginning of next year. <laughs> but the unfortunate thing is I'm still going to have to rent it from Redbox to watch it again because I can't <laughs> open it up or gift just to watch it. Also, there's a bunch of pretty good movies or big movies coming out on Redbox this week we're gonna pick one or two I don't know we're watching another one or two of these probably review yeah. it uh, we have San Andreas the <laughs> the rock speaking of the rock oh, he's the helicopter guy who's saving lives after the disaster with the San Andreas fault causing the massive earthquake and the end of the world he's got a helicopter but I might check it out because it has Alexander Daddario in it as his daughter, even though she's like 26 playing a guy <laughs> scorer. Um, also, Magic Mike XXL, sequel to Magic Mike. I'll definitely be watching that at some point. I liked the first one a lot. Um, the Gift is a horror, I think, either horror or like thriller ish or horror ish thriller. Yeah. Uh, about a guy who Jason Bateman runs into someone that he used to go to high school with that he bullied and I think there's some revenge involved or something got good reviews I probably will check that out the end of the tour is uh, (laughs) the Jason Segel Jesse Eisenberg movie where Jason Segel plays the legendary author David Foster Wallace and Eisenberg plays a journalist David Lipinski who and it's just about an interview they have and it's got great reviews 
just concept on paper didn't sound amazing to me but with all the reviews I definitely want to check that out trying to see who direct James Ponsalt directed it a director I liked he directed uh, The Spectacular Nail and Smash two indie movies that I enjoyed also there's more Me Earl and the Dying Girl is coming out this is the Sundance hit I think it won the audience award at Sundance or something like that about a we watched the trailer yeah I remember that a kid who is forced to be friendly to a girl dying of cancer but then actually because I think becomes good friends with her and blah 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 feel good coming of age yada yada I remember it looked good yeah I want to see it it's just it's so Sundancey. yeah <laughs> you know yeah you never know and last and probably least as far as my wanting to watch is Bat Kid Begins the documentary about the Bat Kid uh, Make-A-Wish I mean it's a good story and all but I don't know how feature length documentary is going to do I'll probably check it out I think I've seen parts of this actually really yeah it's something I bet uh, my wife would enjoy yeah. She loves depressing shit. Well, I don't know if it's like uplifting and depressing at the same time. Yeah. So that's it. That is it. Email us, theredboxreport at yahoo.com. Follow us on Twitter at theredboxreport. I'm personally on Twitter at the Oriole Report. I'm on Twitter at the RBR Joel. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe, rate, review, fight that yawn <laughs> on uh, iTunes. Like, oh my god, what if I have... You know the spiel. You know the spiel. You know how it works. Stitcher, TuneIn, Reddit, Letterboxd, Oral Report. Thanks for listening. Peace.